Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans, and welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Nom with me again. Nom, how are you? Yeah, pretty good, mate. How good? Boxing day, out in the sun. Mate, it feels really good. Got to get the fan on soon, but, you know, it's for the quality of the audio, so that's why we're baking out in the sun right now. But let's get right back into it, Nom. We're still in the beer garden right now. We're at number 89. Jamie Soward, 215 NRL games, 1,280 NRL points, three games for New South Wales, a premiership, a one-time 5A of the year. Jamie Soward, another guy who at the start of the career versus the end of the career, you kind of look back at the totality of it and what he did in that 2010 season. The the six again rule from kicking out in in touch in, in Ingle is Jamie Soward's rule. Yeah. It was what the Dragons implemented to get rid of Billy Slater in those early 2010s. And to me, kicking game, goal kicking really came into his own. You know, defensively, it was always a bit of a liability, but got better in the end of his career. Jamie Sauer was just one of those guys, again, if you had to win a game, you had one of these halves, Jamie Sauer will get, do the job for you. Yeah, look, this is one of the guys who, I guess, copped a lot of, copped a lot of flack. You know, you've got highlight reels of him getting, um, I guess, walked over by uh, GI. But um, if you look at him objectively, you know, he was, he was a great sort of... Um, game manager you know his kicking game was second to none um yeah he had that pass in terms of goal kicking he was um yeah he, he was a, he was a laser eye um yeah i can't, I can't really say say more about him um yeah he's got the premiership um five eighth of the year yeah the premiership's the key if you didn't yeah. have the premiership he wouldn't be sniffing this list but what he did in 2010 yeah. um really did elevate him into that next level but next Number 88, it's a it's a guy that I wish there was more of. Um, again, would have been much higher unless it's Ben Barber. So 168 NRL games, 99 NRL tries, the premiership, one Daly M, one-time fullback of the year. To me, you just think of Ben Barber. You know, you've got two. You've got, you got the Daly M version of the Dogs. Then you've got the premiership winner of the Sharks. And you will never forget that gallon off the back of the scrum, giving mm. it to Barber. That's peak Ben Barber, and we never we never got to saw more of that, which is, you know, again, if he was a guy who hit the 250 games, now we're talking about someone who might be in level two, you never know. Yeah, it's a crying shame, and he was so close in that, I guess, 2014 yep. uh, team with the Dogs as well, um, where he had that, you know, it, it's compared to Jared Hayne 09, what he did for the Dogs in 2014. Um, it's a crying shame that we don't have more of him. Um, you know, he's had his off-field um, stuff, but... Yeah, if, if only, you know, if he had more game time in NRL, um, yeah, he could be yeah, anywhere up here in this list. Yeah, and you made a great point just there as we finish up with Ben Barber. You know, you think of Jared Hayne 09, you think of Turbo 20 or 21. No one really talks about that Ben Barber being the third best season of all time, but mm. that might be another probably look at those three seasons altogether because I think Ben Barber's pretty underrated. You, I think back to that length of the field try. Yeah, um, yeah so much of it. But let's move on to number 887. It's Nathan Kalis. So again, a non-premiership winner, but a World Cup winner. And that's the key here. So 258 NRL games, 39 games for New Zealand, and obviously was the captain for the 08 World Cup side, which basically might be the same as a premiership when you think about it. The way that obviously he was in those Parramatta sides that failed and failed over and over again when they got to the big time, but leading that New that New Zealand side, that was when that, that early 2000s stretch of Australia kangaroos when you had... Lockyer, Johns, Fitler, Gaznia, Gidley, all those guys coming through. And all of a sudden now in 08 at Suncorp, they beat that mighty, that mighty kangaroo side. And, you know, he, he was the inspirational leader of that side. Obviously a bit past his peak by then, but he was still the captain. You've got to acknowledge that. Yeah, I mean, 
two on eight against um, Australia in that final. I mean, Wayne Bennett just led his magic again. And um, yeah, Kalos, I guess he was the heart and soul of that team. Yeah, 100%. Number 86 is Luke Patton. So that's 282 NRL games, 100 tries, and the premiership with the Bulldogs. Luke Patton, the general, general. just save his hands. Um, you know, you th- not many errors at the back. Again, positionally sound. Wasn't didn't have the kick, didn't have the passing game, but he was just one of those early two thousands fullback that knew how to defend and knew how to get over the line. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think he's pretty much the definition of consistency. I mean, you'll have a picture of him next to the dictionary definition, yeah. but I think I read a crazy stat the other day that he's played all two hundred eighty two games at fullback. He never had, he was never benched. He never started off the wing. He's, um, yeah, he's had the most games in a in a position. Yeah, and that and that just tells you that's the quality of a player where. No matter how their if their form dips a little bit, the, the trust in that fullback, you know, it's such a position where you just got to have trust in your player because if you you get those wobbles at the back, you know, we've seen some great players get pulled down by that, and he was able to really rise above. So uh, you know, but we move on to number eighty five and a fullback turned halfback Ben Hornby, two hundred seventy three NRL games, fifty nine tries, three games for New South Wales, one for Australia, and the Premiership in two thousand and ten. Who was the captain there? Yeah. Ben Hornby again coming through as the fullback. Safest house has moved into the into the halves when you know Matt Head was supposed to be that halfback for so long and the Dragons kept getting injured. Um, he moved into the halves and he did the job where he him and Jamie Soward mm-hmm. were the premiership winning halves. And when you look back at that, might be a fun exercise to go through all the premiership winning halfbacks. Would rank pretty low on the list in most you know casual eyes, but them two together again, they're both on the top one hundred here in the big garden. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, again, um, I think you know what they did in two thousand ten pretty much sealed it. Um, I think I remember the grand final. I guess it wasn't too memorable because the Dragons were simply so dominating over the Roosters back then. Yeah, and that's and you know you think back at the the memorable grand finals and 2010 never gets mentioned, but you got to think that's the Todd Carney Daly M year where him him and that Roosters team really flew, and that Dragons team made up of Darius who was playing the best fullback in the game, Hornby and Soward in the halves. It's you know it's a team that made sense, and Wayne Bennett got the most out of them. Ben Hornby was one of those players that. You know, Smart is obviously an assistant right now, so he's got the most out of his career for sure. Then move on to number 84, another guy who we didn't see enough of, Lottie Takiri, 176 NRL games, 90 tries, six games for Queensland, 10 for Australia, two premierships, one-time winger of the year. So with Lottie, again, all about brute power, speed. He was one of those early fullbacks, him and Dell, really the go forward, helping out. You think of that back three now, Lockyer at fullback, Dell and Takiri on the wings. It's ridiculous. Came back and was late season career. Obviously won the premiership with the Rabbits in 14. And then even think back to the to the Tigers at the end of his career. He was able to really wrap it up. So you could think premiership in 2000 with the Broncos, 2014 with South, two entirely different players, but really made it his most of it. And that's why he's here. Yeah, I totally forgot about that that premiership with the South, actually. Um, you know, you can think of Lloyd Takiri, you think of what he did in the early days with the Broncos, but... Um, yeah, thanks for reminding me. Um, yeah, t- 2014 with the um, with the Rabbitohs as well. Still got it in the late, late career. Yeah, you think back, like, whenever, like, an NRL Classics playing from, like, 2012, 2014, you see, like, old Lottie there. You're like, oh. Yeah. But then, like, you look at him verse earlier. That's why I think he's it does, much deserved of a place here. Maybe he could be even higher. Just two different phases of the career and we're still able to be dominant in both. So definitely worth a spot here. Number 83 is Luke Prittis, 295 NRL games, three games for New South Wales, one for Australia. Again, two premierships, two different sides, one with Brisbane, one with the Panthers, and got the Clive Churchill in 03. Luke Prittis was one of those jumpy hookers. Close to the line, was always on a sniffer tryout. Really good service out of dummy half. Just, to me, 
a solid, solid player. And again, m- many people wouldn't think that Luke Prince deserves a spot in the top 100, but to me, 300 games in a time where 300 games wasn't really, you know, the standard. Right now with the technology and the way people train, it's pretty common to get the 300. Luke Prince was, you know, a hooker, taking lots of meat, lots of meters, lots of tackles, did the job. Yeah, I'm just looking at his resume now. One Clive Churchill, yeah, with, well. in the Panthers in the 03. He was yeah. the one who got the who got the the nod there. So you think in that time you had Craig Gow, he had Scott Salah with the tackle, yeah. you know, he had Reese Lightning Wesser. Luke Prittles was the guy they gave it to. So it shows you that his dominance, you know, and that try he scored in that grand final, that little dart out dummy half. That's exactly what I think of Luke Prittles is. And so many guys, you know, fashion the game after it. Like, you know, Luke Prittles to me, the guy who I would make the comp to now was probably Isaac Luke. Mm. He was able to jump around and, you know, provide good service. But yeah, Luke, Luke Prittles to me was one of those guys that if he was in your side, you, you're probably going to win games because even late in the career, had those two seasons, the Dragons, able to, you know, reinforce them. That, that's what I think of Luke Prittles. Yeah, that's right. Next on the list is Adam Reynolds, so a current player. Uh, you know, 231 NRL games, 1,896 points. So he's getting really close to that 2,000 barrier. Two games for New South Wales and obviously the Premiership with the Rabbits. A-Ray, probably the best king game in the comp besides Nathan Cleary. Um, to me, defensively, he's always saying he gets put back on his ass a little bit, but that's okay. Many <laughs> halves do. But yeah, to me, A-Ray, his goal kicking, in terms of a field goal in the last second of the game, not many that you would want. He's just the all-around all halfback. And, you know, you think of that little scrawny little kid from Redfern that came in in the grades early to what he is now. He's going to go up to that Bronco side this year and, you know, I think steer them into the finals. Just a complete career and there's still more to come. Yeah, it's one of those other, I guess, active players on your list where, you know, he's gone over to the Broncos on a three-year deal. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see him. You know, Broncos obviously haven't been doing great the past two seasons, but you know if you can turn this young Broncos sides around, grab him by a scruff of the neck, um, yeah, who knows where he might end up on this list? Hundred percent. Number eighty-one is Andrew Fafita. I had a hard time putting Fafita on this list. Uh, not one of my favorite players to watch, but when you look at the resume here, two hundred and twenty-nine NRL games, ten for New South Wales, seven for Australia, one premiership, two-time prop of the year. Yes, he made an absolute meal out of running sideways and finding the hardback in defense and running at them. But, you know, it did take three guys to bring him down nearly every tackle. Had a lot to go forward. And especially in that premiership shark side, he, him and Gallon were the two leaders. And you've got to reward that. And, yeah, I don't like the way sometimes that he would go about his business on the field. But just in terms of what he did and when you look back at, you know, that early to mid-2000s to right now, who's the best props? You Fafita's name's in the list. Yeah, I'll never forget that. I guess brain um, barnstorming run to pretty much seal the Sharks the the premiership against the Storm, and then um, Super Coach Gun as well. I mean, you know, if he's offloading and he's um, he's tackle busting, you know, questionable tactics. But um, yeah, he got the points done. Hundred percent. Last guy in this podcast, number eighty. It's Reese Lightning Westner. So with Reese Westner, two hundred eighteen NRL games, one hundred twenty nine tries four games for Queensland and the one premiership. So obviously, again, in that era, week wasn't going to break many Queensland sides and Australia sides, but at club level, that 03 season especially, even late in the career, again, I, I do put a lot of stock into how you finish your career. Did you burn out? He went to the Rabbits when they were kind of building towards their premiership. Him and Roy Satasi were the two established guys that went into that club and really turned them around. So to me, Reese Wesser, a try scorer, those thighs, everyone remembers the big thunder thighs. The way he's able to, you know, get over the line and just do what he did, um, more than deserving of number eight on the list here. Yeah, Reese Lightning. I mean, no one could lay a finger on him back in his, uh, I guess, early 2000s days where, you know, with that premiership winning um, Panther side, he was just 
um, yeah, lightning quick. And um, you mentioned he was so hard to just take down with those thighs. And that's why I love the early 2000s because the game is played so differently, obviously, to now. The fullbacks now need a pass, kick, step. Reese wasn't have one thing, run. Yeah. He wasn't passing it. He wasn't kicking it. He was on a run every single time. And like you said, they knew they want to do that. Still over the line for 129 tries. So, yeah, what else do you say? Great player. Well, let's wrap it up there. That's the next 10. So we're up to number 80 nom. So we're flying through this. Thanks for coming on, mate. Always a pleasure. And thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll be back with the next pod up into the second level very soon. So thanks for listening. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.